Welcome back to Three Black Docs with Dr. Tiffany, Dr. Karen, and Dr. Zanetta. So can we talk about, uh, I'm just going to put this out here. So y'all know I've been on high stress. It's been high stress. I know last podcast, I was talking about church being at the house and everything. And, and, and I'm still awesome, working, guys. I'm, I'm still working. I'm still working. So in the middle of this high stress environment that I'm in, I go to Publix. Right? Okay. Oh, I go to, here we I go. go to Publix. Here we go. And, you know, I'm going to Publix because, you know, we're, we're working on these things with the school. And, you know, I'm going to pick up some chicken. I'm not bothering nobody. Right? I'm just, I'm going to pick up a box of Publix chicken. And I'm gonna get my Hawaiian <laughs> rolls and exit. You like Hawaiian rolls? I do. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I do That's like this, this. Go ahead. Yeah, because those the, things the are The sweet fake, Hawaiian rolls. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sweet is not a donut. Oh yeah, no, the okay, sweet no, Hawaiian rolls. Anyway, I don't no. like the judgment with the Hawaiian no. rolls. Anyway. Anyway, and and the Hawaiian rolls are right by the Publix yeah. chicken. So right you just so. you grab one, mm-hmm. you grab the other one. Yeah. You grab and go, right? Okay. So I believe I was on the phone with Dr. Avery walking yeah. into this public. That's why I'm trying to see what happened. Okay. I'm I, I'm on the phone talking about all <laughs> the drama that's going on with Florida and the, and the inability to wear a mask. Okay. So I walked to the chicken area, you know, that's right by the deli, right? And there was one box of chicken and it was off to the side. It looked like it had been mishandled. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to mess with that box of chicken. So I got a little nervous. And then I looked to the back and I see my man. He's about to drop some more boxes of chicken and, you know, put them in the little chicken area. Okay. So I'm still on the phone talking to Avery. Another lady pulls up beside me. She, She wants to get her family chicken too, I assume. So, okay. The man slides the chicken box down the little chicken area. She pick up the box. This lady picks up the box, picks it up, moves it around, fumbles it around, puts it back down. I said, okay, because I knew she had messed with that other box of chicken. So now it's two boxes of chicken that have been mm. fondled. Okay. Mm. So, 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 oh, then, fondled. so then the man slides a third box of chicken down the ramp. This lady picks up that box of chicken. And when I say that was, I had had it. Like I had had it. I couldn't take it. And I said, would you stop touching all the chicken? No. Wow. I am. I am mad Look, because I'm like, look, like you can't be sitting up picking up all the chicken boxes and putting them down. And I, she's, she's violating yeah, so, the chicken boxes. Well, what was she looking at? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Okay, it's an eight piece. You know, it's an eight piece. Everybody who gets the box of chicken, you know, it's an eight piece. It's going to be two breasts, two thighs, two wings. Like, come on, we've done this before. Like, you picked up the box of chicken. It's all the same. So, hold on. Wait a minute. You told a grown woman. Stop touching the chicken box. I did. So, I was like, would you stop touching? I said, would you stop? Well, you heard me. I I thought you were talking to Camille. (laughs) this was a, this, this was, was a, a woman, woman in, in the Publix. Publix. Yeah. And so she, she's, she was like, well, I needed two boxes of chicken. And I said, you get your two boxes then. Like you ain't got to touch all the chicken. 
And so then here go Tiffany. Tiffany, she's like, oh, is that Camille? And I'm like, no. I'm like, no, I'm talking to the woman at the Publix. So finally, the man slides more chicken down. I get my chicken and go. Mm. But so all this to say that um, I, we, we enjoyed our chicken. But I was like, now, if, I've, if I get into a fight in this Publix over some fried chicken, <laughs> that would surely, surely be on imagine? the news. I would be, I would be the Florida woman. It would be like Florida. I would be the Florida woman. And I was like, this is what Florida, this is what, can you imagine the headline? Over in a chicken. But recall, please, recall that I believe I said somewhere along the way that when you're dealing with folks, and in this case, folks is you, um, who aren't calm in their mind and spirit, that's when people tell you things out the side of their neck, like stop that's touching a, and, all and these see, And then the, the thing that really made it go, of course you unmasked <laughs> touching this chicken. Right. Right? Right. Mm. You see what no. I'm saying? So she's I mean, like, you just fumbling no. with the chicken. I'm like, come on. So anyway, I, you know, so that's mm. when I was like, I need to go sit down somewhere. I need I need to reset. Yes. When I when I start, just, I need right. to reset. Yes. I need to reset. Yes. It, it was yes. it was good self-awareness. But 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 you know, but at the same time, look, we've been dealing with this for how many months now, right? Yeah. And the same people who are not wearing their masks or the same people are, are who are not hand washing, likely, right? Can't say it for everybody, but you know how it was mm-hmm. be- before COVID. Before COVID, mm-hmm. there were folks who weren't washing their hands, right? Um, who would go into the public restroom and not wash their hands, be trying to touch on everything. And so here again. <laughs> it's these same people who just they don't respect other people around them and so we're all raw like all of us we have like yeah, one last frame and it's frayed it's like really frayed mm-hmm. and it's, it's about, about to snap, snap. and and the next so the thing, thing you, know, time, but you you fight over you, chicken <laughs> Mr. Cups. people blow you, people away chicken. Over and i was chicken. like this is not how i want to go down this is not how i want to be remembered no but <laughs> not you see, but okay, I'm gonna tell you this. That's you. That's that's your pattern when you're stressed. Because remember, you were telling me a story, and I'm I'm not gonna go into detail for the Nazi innocent. Where you you told you you told someone at an it, elevator. She stop did need, that they you, She did, and I was defending your honor. And yep. I said the matter. Yeah, you were. Yes, I, I did. I did say that. that. because I, I like, didn't have. I didn't have. I didn't have nothing else therapy. to give. I ain't had nothing else yeah. to give. She was. <laughs> I said, but don't come out of your, don't come out of yourself defending me. I appreciate it and all that, but like wow. you really can't tell people at the elevator stop I, the I, I, therapist. I because, oh well, because they're but, talking smack about me to you, which doesn't make any sense because we're good friends. But okay, um, but yeah, it's so, true. That's you know, my mo. By now, I'm used to you. Have, that's your mo. Yeah. It's your pattern. So when I heard you say that, and I didn't know how the story ended, because remember, I was like, who are you talking to, Camille? And you were like, girl, let me go. And I was like, what's happening right now? Yeah. Yeah, I had grabbed my chicken and went to checkout. Oh, we we didn't follow up after that. You and chicken. What is it about you and chicken? You know what it it was? 
what had she happened said, what was, was <laughs> I have been so invested in this thing with the school. Like it has consumed yeah. all of my yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. That sure. you know, yeah. we actually, I don't even know if I told you this. For a little while, we went all plant-based. For like a week or two. No, oh, I didn't know that. I know. I know. No. It was really good. It's hard to do though. It's hard to do. But it mm-hmm. we felt really good about ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have completely ba- black uh, backslid. And so hence the public's yeah. chicken because it's like, you know what? I just need to pick up something fast. Yeah. And there you have mm-hmm. it. But but no, it is yeah. it is my MO. But but here's the other thing. I I'm also very tired of watching people with bad behavior. For instance, yeah. Ashley and I, I can't remember where we were last week. And dude had his mask on, whatever, whatever. He walks over, but then pulls the mask down so he can oh. sneeze. Oh, man, that happened. That happened. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait. You got a down. mask on to protect your other people, and then you're gonna pull it down so you can sneeze. Like wow. wow. Man, Just wow. talking about right? missing the assignment. Damn. He, you know, didn't, want, so he I, didn't want a snotty mask. He didn't want a snotty mask. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, that's kind of why you can't make this up. Just, and that's why you carry, that's you why you carry more than one, right? So <laughs> right. it's like, come on, people. So I've gotten to the point where I just, I just have conversation with people. It's like, you know, <laughs> I didn't say nothing to him because he was he was far away from us, thank goodness. But Ash and I both were like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Yeah, ooh. Uh, yeah. So mm. nasty. But I've really started stepping up and saying people because I just can't anymore. And this is what I say to people. I'm like, okay, picture it. Sicily, 19. No, no, kidding. <laughs> picture it. You're a surgeon. Everyone's seen pictures of surgeons doing surgeries or in the movies or on television. All of the surgeons mm-hmm. are wearing masks. Are the surgeons wearing masks to protect themselves from what the patient in front of them has? Or are they wearing them to protect the patient that's open on the table in front of them from them, the surgeons, right? They're wearing masks so that if they sneeze or they cough or anything's going on, that that person in front of them is protected. Mm. right? It's not the other way around. They're not protecting Mm -hmm. themselves from the patient in front of them on the operating table. Come on. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) the idea that's a a violation of their rights to have to wear a mask. But It doesn't make any sense because it's like, you know, all of this stuff that came out, carbon dioxide levels are high, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, surgeons operate for yeah, hours. for hours. I don't know, but again, these people who don't wear masks are are saying they're not wearing masks because it's their right not to, and so they're not concerned about protecting other people. So maybe they would be okay. I, I, I will that. say there's there's lots of rumors going around that the health insurance companies are really starting to. Uh... I yes, go ahead, say it, Z. Yes, because health insurance companies—they may not cover you if you are unvaccinated and get admitted to the hospital. Thank you. Also, thank um, you. I, I, I've even heard rumors from government people: if you're unvaccinated, you know, should taxpayers be responsible for, for that? It, and and that can become a slippery yep. slope post-COVID. Well, right? but let, let's let's be clear because now we don't want to start rumors and misinformation either. So 
Oh yeah, these no, no, these are like, these are like, all together rumors. Okay. Rumors okay. From, However, from 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 I've certainly people, right from individuals from well, those people who are who are sacrificing and and they're and putting their lives on the line every day, um, and and maybe it's just a maybe right. it's a conversation, right? That more yeah. so than anything yeah. is whether or not that may need to happen. But to your point, it, it could be a slippery right. slope. I mean, we think about the same thing with people who right. smoke cigarettes, right? right? This is a conversation all the time with their risk for lung cancer and, you know, should the insurance companies be responsible or the health or essentially a taxpayer, should taxpayers be responsible for someone else doing something that has a known consequence? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. But I will say another thing that is not a rumor <laughs> is... You know, a lot of people who don't want to take the vaccine, for example, one of their arguments is like it has an emergency approval and it's not a full approval, right? So I don't want it. But then it, when you get sick, the antibodies that they're using to treat when you go to the hospital are experimental. Emergency <laughs> approval. Right. Same, same. So it's like, so that argument is just there. But, there's no basis for it. So if well, you- the 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 emergency use authorization may actually become more permanent in the next few weeks. So are they saying right. that once it does, that they're going to then say yes? Because we now are at the year mark, right? We have right. over a year's worth of data for the vaccine, and right. so is that what people are saying, or are they just using right. that and, as and, an excuse? And, and most of these supplements, well, and you know, Red Bull and alcohol, like y- y'all stop. Just stop. Like, y'all doing all this stuff that ain't nobody looked at that yeah. has content. No. You know, it's it's well to me that that that's the argument that really just burns me up because it's like, well, it's it's not fully approved. And I'm like, okay, but if you get sick, the stuff that they're that you know is treatment is not fully approved either. So are you gonna turn that down on the same basis or what? I also think it's interesting that you hear some some um, government officials who actually are saying that, well, masks and aren't necessary because the fact that people can go and get antibodies. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, OK, <laughs> um, you would think prevention would be the important thing. But again, this is one of the things we see in the healthcare system in general. We focus more on the people who have disease than on preventing it. That's across the board. And I think that whole model needs to change. We need to really be focused on health health promotion and prevention of diseases versus just the treatment of diseases. And I don't I don't understand how to, you know, encourage, you know, people more than than what we're seeing now with COVID. This to me is a clear example of why prevention matters. Oh, and yeah. you know, yeah. the number of people have died, uh, but uh, then we are still seeing a large percentage of individuals who are saying they're not interested in prevention. So, well, you know, a you pound go. of prevention is worth an ounce of cure. And I've, in that, I mean, I felt that way about everything. <laughs> really? Did you, know, did you just wild. use a corny? You just went corny on us. You just, that was corny. But the pound corny. of prevention and the ounce? The ounces isn't pounds. Oh, Lord. We have to take a break. We'll be right back. Want more Three Black Docs? Visit 3BlackDocs.com to meet the docs, read our blog, and get access to more 3BD content. 
I've I've engaged in conversations with people, um, especially people where maybe English is not their first language. And there really has been um, some misinformation and we were able to maybe talk through that. And and mm-hmm. and they did say no one had talked to them. You know, and so um you know, if you have people around you who who maybe are not getting good information, maybe just reach out to them again. So what are some good sources of information? You, well, you know what? what I've noticed it's not it's not it's not the internet sources. It's someone who knows you who knew you pre-covid. And you mean that has I, the most I, impact I, on what you do? I, or is a reputable source well, of well, information? No, I, I'm just saying that I've had I've been less successful with just mm-hmm. like, oh, you know what? Mayo has a good website. They have a podcast and they can answer lots of questions. Or, you know, one of the things that I've done with some of my patients, one of the hospitals here, one of the local hospitals, they have an up-to-date COVID tracker. And it tells you the mm-hmm. seven the seven day positivity rate. It gives you the number of COVID patients in the hospital, how many of them are vaccinated versus unvaccinated. You know, around here, that's the information I give because it's just facts. Like there's no dialogue, mm-hmm. there's no videos as a result. It's just, these are the facts as of today. But I, I'm actually thinking about um, some of the other people that, that I've worked with um, who may not be the respiratory therapist or the physical therapist or the pharmacy, um, people, but, um, people who are incredibly important to healthcare. Um, maybe some of the people who work in environmental or in the cafeterias and, and, and things like that, just really just reaching out to anyone. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. You're you're saying that if the, you, there are people who, you know, just kind of sharing information. But what my question is is where can people get trusted information from? Because there are still lots of people. I mean, obviously, we're saying we're trusted, <laughs> but I still think that part of the challenge is that when when people go to their family members saying, you know, it's really important to think about getting vaccinated, and people, their family member or their friend or their neighbor says, well, why? I don't understand what resources are available to people. That's all I'm saying. So I understand that there are a lot of folks who aren't going to look at at digital sources, Um, but I do feel like that it's a challenge because there's a lot of misinformation. Right, because most of your health systems have good information. Here is the problem. The problem is that the misinformation is so profound. Um, There, I know there was this video that was going out around here, some guy in Indiana who was talking at some meeting and he sounded confident. He was saying a lot of crazy things and someone else came to refute everything that he was saying. And that other person was not as engaging, did not sound as confident, was not as, and and so that's the problem that I've seen. It's like any source that you have, I mean, you have scientists talking and you have people that the, the, the truth is not always as fun as some of the misinformation that's out there. So, I, I mean, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, Karen. There's lots of information. Go to your local um, hospital system. Just about every hospital system has information about your local COVID mm-hmm. 
um, rates. Yeah. yeah. And I would yeah, say your local, really good. Uh, your local public health department too, I found, especially since I moved, like I was following the the public health department, you know, where I lived before. And now I follow mm-hmm. the one where I am now. And you could put in your zip code and see the numbers, all that stuff, you know, right. like by your zip code, you know, what the positivity right. rate is, right. like what's yes. happening right where you are by your zip code. Um, and that yes. makes it very real. So I would yes. say check out your uh, your local public health department website. Right. And I just, right. I'm just, the only reason what I'm saying is I think we, it's important to make sure people have resources. And here's the other reason why is because COVID testing is becoming a little bit more challenging. And so kind of knowing where to go. So certainly going to your local health, um, you know, your hospital, et cetera, and finding out where COVID testing is happening um, and look, checking with the pharmacies, because many of the pharmacies have COVID testing, but you do have to make appointment to do that. So if you feel like you've had an exposure um, and it's five days after that exposure um, or you have symptoms going and getting tested. But for me, I think it's important to make sure that people know where they can go to find trusted information. Definitely the health systems, because when people are getting sick, when people get COVID, where are they going? They're going to the hospitals. And so those hospitals are going to have trusted information for you that help you make decisions about, you know, should I get a vaccine or do I need to mask up? Or, you know, what are the numbers that are happening regionally that may impact me? Um, those are really important things. Um, so not only is testing starting to get limited, um, but also many of the vaccine um, sites where you could get vaccines have been um, restricted. And so that's where I think the public health systems are really great because they'll probably have a list. Many of them will have a list of where you can actually still go to get the vaccine. But again, you can probably kind of check also with your local pharmacies um, for some information or or if you wanted to get tested or the vaccine, many of the local pharmacies have that availability as well. Hey, Karen. Yeah. There's an aspect of this that I wanted to get your... um, opinion on and Mm -hmm. we kind of touched on it but we didn't and I want your opinion as you know Dr. Karen Winkfield your Dr. Karen Winkfield hat health equity extraordinaire (laughs) um (laughs) so so I'm scared uh, I'm so scared (laughs) well you know how I am with my hard-hitting questions no Mm -hmm. so the debate it's not a debate we talked a little bit about earlier about the boost like getting the boosters and you know how they're already approved for certain people and then for everyone else that's probably forthcoming right um to get a booster shot after uh eight months after your first um Mm -hmm. after you've completed so you know there is now uh, a debate about whether that is an equitable solution um internationally right and if, uh, yes. yes yes and if it is equitable to say Ooh, here in our question. country we're going to get our third shot when you've got other countries who haven't had opportunity to get a single shot yeah their first because they're probably right right, right. Dr. right. your thoughts so this is an actual this is a very difficult conversation yeah. uh, because there are vaccines sitting around that aren't being used. Expiring. So the issue is not necessarily related to whether or not there's enough 
for other countries. It's about what those countries are doing for their citizens. Mm -hmm. um, and so I don't know, and this is where, you know, even when you think about Afghanistan, right, not to get into politics too much, but with the withdrawal of the troops and, you know, there's, there's this question of how involved should people be in the management of other people's countries? I think we can make resources available. I think the United States has done that. I think Pfizer and the other companies, Moderna, have made um, items available to other countries. But the the challenge has been that the global public health system, the WHO and others, they, they really had been hampered, I think, in a lot of the work that they were doing to help with dissemination. And so I think that it's a challenge that needs to be faced at the at the individual country level. Um, it needs to be faced at the WHO level um, in terms of dissemination. And uh, because of, you know, to your point, look, we live in a global society. Doesn't matter if you're living in Brazil or you're living in, you know, Johannesburg or if you're living in, you know, New York City, we're a global society. And this pandemic has validated that. So I do think it's important for the access issues to be addressed. I'm just not sure that it needs to be one country alone addressing that. So I don't know. So I'm going to be honest, I have no idea what the WHO is doing with respect to ensuring that, you know, countries who have been disenfranchised are actually gaining access or who may not have as great of a health system. It, it's just, it's just, it's sad. But let me tell you, I think the same way that there are some countries that shut it down, New Zealand, shut it yeah. down, shut the country down, right? Mm -hmm. Let's protect our people. Let's do what we can. And if you isolate, um, mm -hmm. then that's an opportunity to kind of limit spread. But now we've reopened flights and all that sort of thing. So I, I think everybody is at risk as long as there are people who are unvaccinated and not wearing masks. But look, we mm -hmm. can't even get our own country people in here to wear masks, which is a simple thing. Right. So I just don't know. It's a, it's a difficult question. What do you think? Zee? Well, you know, it's interesting that here we have the privilege to be able to refuse what other countries are literally dying for. Um, I, I think that um, America could always do more to help other countries. Um, but I, I also kind of wonder from other countries' perspectives. I know that we're not the most trusted nation. And if <laughs> I, I really? can't imagine, I can't imagine why. But, you know, if you're someone from another country, it, it, it's tough. I mean, just because we offer it, will they even take it? I, I mean, there are so many um, nuances that are above my ability to think this all the way through. But I do think it's sad that um, other countries don't have the opportunity to even refuse. And, uh, you know, I actually just got an email, of course, about the school. There's an indoor assembly next week. You know, and it's just mm -hmm. mind boggling, like the, the, the privilege that we have and, and, and people aren't willing to to take it. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the supply is there 
And mm-hmm. I just, I don't know what the implementation strategy would be globally. And, yeah. you know, Z, I think other countries have shown that um, ways to do it effectively. I mean, Israel has a very good, had a really yes. great effective strategy mm-hmm. for getting their and, country and, vaccinated. And to, to um, provide the data to, to say what's happening. Yeah. They're oh, still, yeah. And they're still, hey, they're is, providing us the data. This is why we're right. doing right. boosters, yes. you know? So. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm, 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 <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. they're providing the data. So, well, yeah, and I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what to make of it, you know. But, mm-hmm. but as I started to read about it, I was like, that's a really interesting, yeah, dilemma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we we definitely need to realize as much as we as much as we'd like to believe that we are uh, insulated. Um, we're not. This is we have a global society, and um, we do need to be concerned. But I, I, I don't know whose responsibility that is. I do feel like mm-hmm. the WHO's efforts have been hampered over the past yeah. couple of years, and that's unfortunate. Um, and uh, but it does highlight the need for there to be public health strategies, not only for our country. We just don't. We don't have a public health infrastructure. We've talked about that. Our population health infrastructure, even. Um, and um, so I think that globally that needs to happen mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because this won't be the last time. This is not going to be the last no. virus, right? No. This is not going to be the no. last pandemic. Just, just keep mm-hmm. your mask on, y'all. Just keep your mask on. <laughs> just you back. Just, just keep on. Like what you hear? Make sure you rate and subscribe. Three Black Docs is available wherever you get your podcasts. Three Black Docs is not intended as medical advice. All opinions are our own. Three Black Docs is produced by Winx Productions.